Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, I'm here live on my second podcast here. Uh, kindly ask that if you haven't listened to my first podcast, that you check it out. Um, people were asking me, like, why it was called Into the Adventure. So, <laughs> it may change its name. But it came to my heart, and I was like, "Word, this sounds like a pretty good, uh, pretty good title to my podcast." The reason that I have this title um, is that I'm ex- I'm sharing my experiences, strength, and hope in my life to um, hopefully help somebody else out there. But uh, yeah, my inner stoke came out, and I don't have a van, even though that's what I was looking for, which I share in my first podcast there, and I ended up with a super cool car, my Subi, but yeah, there's advantages of adventure, so that's pretty much where my mindset is, and life is nothing but one big adventure, and a huge gratitude gram, if you choose to look at it that way, but I want to get real tight here and let you know that um, just because you see life as a gratitude gram doesn't mean that life doesn't get tough and it doesn't test you. I think that the reason that I've been able to get to the point where I'm at in my life today is because I've gone through so much hardship. Which, by the way, sorry for that creaking noise. I'm brewing some peppermint mocha coffee. <laughs> yeah, like six at night, but that's cool. I'm a night owl sometimes. Um, yeah, people, you know, people drink coffee and podcasts, right? You know. Anyways, as I was saying, I get off topic sometimes. Um, is going through hardships. I challenge you as you're listening to this to think of what those hardships are in your life right now. Could be anything from, like, the, the Rona and, um, work, relationships, um, I don't know, trying to buy a house or a car or a family or just, like, dealing with inner demons in your own mind. We all have them. We all go through stuff that's tough in life. And, um, I think, you know, that when we put ourselves out there more, we open up the ability for ourselves to be more vulnerable to experience. And sometimes experience can hurt. But the difference with it is that even if it hurts, it sometimes really can be something that's used to your advantage. And that's what I've realized. Like, okay, I know as a person, I feel so, so deeply, like sometimes more deeply than I know I feel. And as a result, I can be pretty vulnerable about myself. And I've recently, this last year, been more open and vulnerable about myself, like skeleton out of the closet type deal. And like being okay with telling people how I feel and Also, feeling more remorse on my end of the street when I do things that are probably wrong or frowned upon. Because, you know, 
we all do things that aren't right. And we'd be in denial if we say that we're right all the time. <laughs> Let's just be honest about that. Like, that's straight up facts. Um, so anyways, the reason that I'm talking about this is that um, part of acknowledging these pieces of yourself is through intensive and very... Um, premeditated, planned uh, programming in your life. And I don't mean like you got to have a calendar with a day slot with each hour and of your day. And, like I used to have one of those and let me tell you that did not work for me. But what I mean is like working your programs, the things that build you up and bring you strength in your life. Um, if you don't have them, and if you don't have direction, then you're basically just shot for pretty much going through more life of no direction and questioning what's next and questioning the meaning of what's next. So, um, yeah, for me, you know, I really wanted to seek out my worth again in my life, like, I've gone through some gnarly things that are direct results all's well of like the choices I've made in my life, but also as a reflection of just experiences because I put myself out there. You know, like when I was younger, I used to live in a box. Quite literally, I felt like I sheltered myself from feeling and like saying, doing anything. Like, I went to school, I did my after-school program sports, I came home, had, like, you know, a few good friends, I lived great childhood, but, like, I didn't really, like, like, the idea of going to a pizza party with a bunch of people I didn't know when I was a kid was daunting. Like, I wouldn't find every excuse in the book. Like, even in college, like, college is where I thrived. I was so anxious to graduate. It took every ounce of strength within me to go to my graduation ceremony. Sad, right? Like, and you'd look at me and you never think that. Like, I was vomiting, crying, like, so anxious and scared to go to this graduation that I earned, you know? Because I was socially just, like, afraid of going and just inept. But then, like, um, as life progressed and I entered into my adult, more of my adult life, did I see that experiences are what shape us and build us up. <laughs> so, um, the first time I really saw this within myself of, like, developing with experience was when I traveled solo so I traveled to South America solo, um, and it was the first time traveling by myself and also the first time traveling outside of the country. And I went and I, I uh, got to experience a whole new world and a whole new culture. I um, got to ski. It was super cool, and I learned a lot about myself. 
but the reason I'm sharing this is that like I took a dip and I put myself out there. <laughs> Literally put myself out there. And um then when I came home, my next plan was to go to Park City, Utah for my internship. And I worked in um for like six months I worked for the semester doing adapted sports from like creating a adapted freestyle ski team for kids with autism, which was my project, and it flew. It flew off from there and uh made some made some big hits. I uh did equine assisted therapy, I did rock climbing walls, I did archery, um I worked with vets, just like so many cool opportunities. And, like, yes, the internship was something required with school, but, like, hey, you know, I could have easily just, like, stayed locally in New Hampshire and done a great internship site here, but I wanted to go out west and live my dream and do my dream internship, and I did, and passed with flying colors and learned so much. Um, Living in such a stoked, rad place, and I made a lot of friends along the way, so... When you put yourself out there, you start to network and make connections with people. It puts you in a vulnerable state, you know? Like, people wonder, hey, what are you doing here? Oh, you're traveling? Where are you from? Or, hey, like, oh, word, you're in school? Like, what do you study? Oh, no way, I know so-and-so. And it just, like, builds your network. And it's, like, kind of scary sometimes to do that. It's like restarting your story over and over and over and over again. And some days it's so hard. It's like, how many times do I got to say, like, my name is so-and-so. I'm from here. I grew up here and I lived in XYZ places. <sighs> like, the last two years I've moved, like, five times or something. And I don't even have issues. Like, I've just moved so much, like, for my opportunities in life. And, uh, the thing that's brought me forward than having pushback to achieve this is programming, which is what I'm getting into, is like, you know, some people can live in the same town, do the same stuff, go to the same bar, go to the same restaurant, the same gym, same everything and be totally happy and content with that and love their life. I just know I'm not one of those people. Never have been, probably never will. And uh, the programming piece is what is clutch. Clutch, clutch, clutch. Um, so it's like knowing your values and knowing what you got to do to stay healthy and stay sane. You know, some people, they say, I, well, you know, I got to go exercise three, four days a week, and I got to eat my chicken, broccoli, you know, soup once a week because I just love it with, like, a bread bowl. And then they're like, oh, you know, like, I got to go listen to this podcast or I got to go to this great coffee shop and get my favorite espresso bean coffee because I just love it. Like, it can be literally anything. Both programming can be positive and negative as well. Just putting that out there. But, um, yeah, like, 
Let me just explain to you that when I was floundering in my life and I was all bark, no bite about the things I wanted to do, it's because I didn't have a set plan and I didn't have programming. Uh, when I went back to school, like I had a plan, um, I was programming out what was next, like what I was going to do. And that was going back to school. And, um, I thought it was nursing and it ended up being something totally different. Surgical technology, even better. Uh, yeah. And for those of you that don't know what that is, cause people think I'm a nurse. I am not a nurse, homie. So basically what a surgical tech is, is it's a prof medical professional that, um, hands instruments to the surgeon during procedures. You may have to retract open wounds, um, hand off specimen, do surgical counts, um, hand off medications like the locals, um, loading syringes, recording what's used from that. Um, yeah, like basically doing everything you can to make the team's job and especially the surgeon's job easier and more feasible and um you gotta understand the procedures you gotta be able to know your instruments and your counts and you absolutely gotta be mindful of what you're doing because you're in sterile technique and um part of the patient search in the surgical conscience and also you it's just like you you can't mess around in this field you know and um you got to be okay with seeing guts, because I see a lot of guts. I love it. <laughs> it sounds creepy, but really, I love it. I used to think it would affect me so bad, and then, like, I'm like, you know, we're operating on someone at 7.30 in the morning, I'm looking at blood, and I'm like, word, I'm so ready for a bagel in an hour, I'm hungry. Like, I never thought I'd be able to, like, stomach that, but I can. Um... So anyways, how I got there with programming was I wrote down my goals and what I was going to do and how I was going to get there. Like I wrote down so as far deeply to a financial plan and um, that financial plan was devastatingly scary. So here's why um, I got into this cringe style where I was working so many jobs and I was like really scared that I wouldn't be able to afford to do my um, full-time clinical, which is unpaid 32 hours a week. Um, and then still pay my bills. Cause like I lived on my own and I have dog and uh, it gets expensive and I had a car payment. Um, so my plan was to live out of my car, <laughs> which is why we get to this whole adventure deal. I like looked up ways to convert a Honda Civic into a living style situation. I didn't end up doing it really. Like I tried to like kind of convert it and then I just like lost focus because I lost programming and the focus of the goal, you know, and then instead I went in a different direction. I worked extra, saved a lot of money, worked nonstop, and I was able to pay for all of my bills and still work. And I made it. And that was like probably one of the hardest hell years of my life. I will go into that in greater detail on a different podcast. Um, but yeah, if you're curious on that, hit me up. I would love to talk to you about it. Just this whole last year. But um, yeah, so programming really got 
ingrained into my brain as I became closer and closer to becoming a surgical tech because OCD and because I had to have a plan um, because this ain't no way that you live on life on the whim. Then I started to figure out who I was. Um, as I was clean and serene, I was figuring out who I was again and, you know, really, really digging deep. And I found church and I go to church every weekend and served at my church and like just went really hard in the ministry. Um, and I felt called to assist and lead in, um, recovery. Uh, and so slowly but surely my programming was helping myself was through helping others as well and not doing it because I have to, but doing it because I get to. So that kind of like took off and my other programming went so as far as to what workout, like what beach body workout am I going to follow, what plan, um, or what gym routine, how many reps am I going to do with each weight, with each like set. And um, I may not always write these things down, but I certainly keep in tabs with them. So I don't really know where I left off because I had to get to a little pause there. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I just wanted to pop back on here and uh, thinking that where I left off was about programming in terms of helping other people, church, all that stuff. Um, basically what I did was I sought after the people that inspired me. And part of my programming was being a part of a small group to hold myself accountable in church. And then also serving on a team, which I now lead this team, which is super, super rad. I love, I love it. Um, let me tell you why is I was so scared to go back to church for many, many reasons that I'm not going to explain on this podcast. But, uh, yeah, I was, like, so scared. And everybody at church, like, I met my best friend and my spiritual mentor at the door. They were the first two people I met. And... I was, like, so, so afraid, and they just greeted me with open arms. And then at the center, the welcome committee center, like, where you can, like, sign your name and your card and, like, you know, all of your information to get plugged in, which I just, like, signed up for everything right away, knowing myself. It's like, I'm all in or nothing. She wrote me this card, and, like, you know, said how great it was to meet me and stuff. And she leads a small group that I go to now. And now I serve on the same team as her. And it's so cool. And I saved that card. And I just tell her all the time, like, how much it influenced me. And, like, you know, seeing my best friend and my spiritual mentor at the door like that. Like... I couldn't have met them if I didn't go out there and put myself out there and have that experience. And 
this is why I'm saying that programming and having a plan of what you desire and what you're looking to achieve in your life is super critical. Um, anyways, so find those things. It can be simple things as like joining a meetup group. It can be getting a group of people together to go on a hike. It can be um, going out to eat once a week with a friend. It could be like a phone call with a mentor three times a week or something. You know, you can get as creative and as bold as you want, really. But uh, programming is influential and it can only be something that's experienced. And as you experience, you grow. And this is how I've gained so much of a network. Like, there's not a place <laughs> where I haven't had some experience in, you know? Um, that's kind of broad, actually. There's so much more I can experience. But within this last year, I've done a lot. And uh, then I got into my recovery family and... Um, I started going to NA meetings, which is where I found my sponsor, and I found a really good core group of friendship with these awesome girls, and um, helping other people, and that's my everyday programming. You know, like, every day I call my sponsor. Like, I, I, I get to do that. I have to do that. I need to do those things. And uh, it found me through somebody else giving me the opportunity to experience going to a meeting as support until I realized that that support is something I also needed in my own life. And uh, I grew and like started like coming out of my shell and sharing in meetings and like making connections and getting women's numbers that I can talk to and this COVID business, man, you know, so I was in an article about why online Zoom meetings are actually super influential for some people. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, talked about how there's just no excuse, you know, to get on a meeting and, you know, you can do that in the very comforts of your own home and you can get on a meeting like anywhere in the country, like, every day there's there's a meeting at some time going on. Um, so that was also a part of my programming. Then it was beach body fitness. And uh, I lost 20 pounds through doing this programming. But then I started to develop my own strengthening programming. You know, I strengthened myself, I flexed the muscle, and then I started doing my own workouts and a lot of running with my dog and just like running fields and running the beach when I visit home. I love that so much. And, um, you know, I've met so many people along the way because when I was in college, I did a running group. And, um, with fitness, I've made so many cool connections with people through Beachbody and I met one of my best friends on there. So I took like a plunge, you know, I didn't think that Beachbody would be for me. I didn't think that like 
putting myself out there in a running group would help me, but it did. So think of the things that you love, that you dig about your life and about yourself and like start to build the connections around you because we cannot do life solo. Whatever that is to you, we cannot do life solo 100%. You know, like Chris McCandless into the wild, he says like happiness is only real when shared. Highly suggest you read that book, Into the Wild, and watch the movie or something, or look them up on YouTube if you have never heard the story. And it's true, like, happiness is real when it's shared. And um, as hard as it is sometimes, like, with the amount of times that I've moved, and I feel like I'm finally settled, you know, for a bit now, and I got my job going, I got my own place and uh, my dog's, like, kind of a bit older and a little more, like, calm. And, uh, you know, I figured, I just, like, I figured myself out. And now I'm going into the next dimension of my life, the next levels, like, helping other people. And um, developing my work routine. Um, getting ready to, you know, join a CrossFit class. Things like that, you know. Like... I can say that I don't regret anything of putting myself out there to experience. Like, heck, I remember I made some friends when I went um, to Chile. I didn't know where my plane was. Like, so when I landed in Florida to then go on the second plane that went straight to Santiago, I didn't have enough time to get my luggage. So it was stuck in Florida for a few days. And I had to run for my plane. And I made sure, just like in college, when they say sit in the class and make a buddy, a study buddy, I found a travel buddy. And I was like, hey, man, like, where are you going? Ah, oh, word, we're going the same place. Like, I was like, can I walk to the plane with you? And, like, we would just, like, chat. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like, what are, where are you going? Like, what are you up to? What are, you, what are your digs right now? And, um... I did the same thing on the way home, and uh, that's a story for another time, but you get, like, little scents in your pocket from people around you, and um, it feels good, you know? You just kind of, like, develop this sensational, amazing feeling when you put yourself out there, but it also means that you risk getting hurt. You risk things like heartbreak. You risk things like maybe even getting physically hurt because you went on this adventure and you weren't really prepared for it. Like, I remember I, like, um, <laughs> I went to snowboard and I ski and I can, like, kind of, like, skateboard and stuff and I, like, broke my wrist and my experience was over after that snowboarding do I regret it? No. But did it hurt? Hell yeah. If my wrist was freaking broken in a bunch of pieces. But I don't regret it. So what I'm saying is go out and experience and do not think of remotely hiding your skeletons in the closet. You know, like have your guard up and all that jazz, but do not be afraid of hiding your skeletons in the closet. Uh, sorry, I said that backwards. Do not be afraid of not hiding your skeletons in the closet. Thank you.
rephrasing that, um, like, allow yourself to be uncomfortable and go through experiences. So programming, set up your plan of the things that you know you can follow through with that you're going to do day in, day out. Maybe it's joining a CrossFit class three times a week. Maybe it's going for a walk with a friend, with a neighbor, or bringing your dog on a walk somewhere at a park a few times a week. Maybe it's like, um, I don't know, baking. Maybe it's joining a yoga group, a kayaking group, um, joining people at the gym, getting a lifting group going. Uh, maybe it's playing music. Or going to live concerts. I know the Rona has kind of got us like a little settled in a weird path. But you know what I mean. So develop that concrete programming. Ensure that you can follow through. And share who you are. And make those connections with people. Because those connections and networks will last with you forever. Like did I ever keep in touch with the dude that I met on the plane that I said want to, like, be buddies and go, like, sit next to each other and go find our next plane? No. I don't even remember his name. But I remember him. But do I remember the people that I met on the ski lift because I decided to work at a ski mountain and ended up working there eight years and made the coolest friends? Oh, heck yeah, I remember them. Like, they are my homies. They're my family. They're not even just my friends. They're my family. And they got my back. As you travel around, you know, you meet these people. They got your back. Like, I got people in Cali. I got people in Utah. I got people in Colorado. I got people in Maine. I got people in Mass and New Hampshire where I'm at. I got people in Maryland, Florida. You name it, like, because I've traveled and I've met people that have been traveling through where I live and been an extending hand to be like, welcome. And then I went to events and fun things. And it's not like you've got to have a loaded wallet to be able to do these kinds of adventures and things. But the advantage of these adventures are huge because of the networking you build, because of the growth that you experience. So don't ever for a second be ashamed or um, afraid of being who you are and of getting your skeleton out of the closet and being honest and vulnerable with other people. Some people are going to accept it and they're going to respect it and they're going to like love it and some people are just going to be indifferent and some people just won't react. But find the people that will lift you up and inspire you because it's always about finding joy in your journey. Um, and I could not have had those connections and met those people if it weren't for putting myself out there for experience. And just like trying to relay and have conversation with others. You know, like even in class, like in, I could just go to class and not talk. But I chose to like do it differently and go to class and make friends and make study buddies. And I made really good friends that I know are people I'll talk to for the rest of my life about scrub tech. So just do it. Just send it, man. Just just freaking send it. And don't do it 
for anybody else but yourself. Just do it because you know it's going to build you up and it's the right thing. And it's going to make you strong. And you're going to look back and be like, wow, I did that like that was me. I did those things. And you'll be amazed at the things that you can accomplish when you develop some programming. Like, I was looking back at my last week, you know, like, I've I've definitely taken some breaks with, like, some of my gym stuff the last few days because my energy's been, like, kind of drained. But, like, I still worked out and went running, planned my next adventures, cooked some brownies, um, <clears throat> studied for my exam, did my step work, called my sponsor every day, you know, um making more connections within like the ski hike community skiing and hiking I just like I have some peeps that I talk to about like things like archery climbing and just like you know asking questions like hey you know where I can find such and such or you know where there's a land of such and such that's like you know that I can camp at or etc etc or like you know researching outing groups like I've spent time doing this too because I want more experience I'm not going to settle where I'm at you are settling your life short if you're just going to settle with where you're at and think that's all there is and you're accomplished and that's it and you don't need anything else like go for the gold and go for more don't just do it because you get to do it because you want to and because you have to You know, you have to. You don't want to stay stagnant. You have to keep going and keep growing. Um, Programming. Yep. Yep. So, what does that look like with my traveling stuff? This is all a work in progress. How it looks is that even when I'm hiking, like, I'll meet people and be like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) And then half of it is, like, Rex is barking at them. Or some kid's trying to give him a cookie. And I'm like, yo, homie, he can't eat candy bars. Don't give him Milky Ways. (laughs) But, um, really, you know, I know that by being outside, I have experience that I can't get anywhere else. And I feel so much deeper of who I am as a person. I ultimately feel like when I'm outside exercising and hiking or skiing that I've released the skeletons of my deepest, darkest parts of myself and my life to the woods and I've been able to be like to nature and just be freed and released. (laughs) That almost sounded like a poem or it could be in a song. It almost sounded kind of sketchy, but that's how I feel. And I want everyone to feel that way. I want everyone to experience what that's like. And um, you can experience it. So just do it. And, you know, whoever listened to this whole 35 minutes or whatever else, thank you. I know it helped. Or I hope it did. Because you listened that long. And um, let me know what list you make. Let me know if there's any way I can help. Just go for it, man. I always say that the mountain air is contagious, but it, um, it's the most, like, loved and common disease, you know. 
and um something like that actually I feel like I kind of messed up how that wording went and that's like kind of funny because I made that joke up myself um anyways yeah oh yeah it's the mountain air is infectious and it's the most beautiful beautiful thing anyways that's all I got to say um I hope that like I said, it helps somebody out there. I'm going to stop babbling on. And I'm going to leave you with this. Never regret doing the things that you got to do for you. Even if they're hard or they're scary. Like, when I came to northern New Hampshire, I, like, wanted to go, but I didn't. And I let go a lot of my past when I came here, like, a lot of fears, and fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real, rid those fears and begin to ride with faith, um, but yeah, anyways, that's all I got for you, God bless, and I, uh, I hope that you have a lovely, lovely day today, live it up to its fullest, and, um, good vibes, stay stoked, and peace.